Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, we continue on. We're closing in on a game week. About two weeks away from a game week. I think we're already re- we're ready to go, Don. I know you are, Joe. <laughs> I've been, a- been around you a long time, I think, uh... First of all, I bet all your charts are done, or they will be by this weekend. I bet all the everything's laid out, and then you'll just be antsy for two weeks. I walk into my office every morning, and I take a look at where we stand. That's right on the on the charts, and we're uh, getting closer. Okay, joining us now uh, from the University of Miami, always a great pleasure to have uh, with us Director of Player Personnel Andy Vaughn, who probably is uh, thankful that I'm not chewing his, his ear off on the field right now and just doing it on the telephone. <laughs> You can't, no, you can't I, I get away from you. you. I was expecting you guys to be out here doing a live remote or something. I mean, we've, we've been visiting uh, for the last week or so, so I just thought it would just be business as usual. That could be next week. We're working on that idea now, Andy. You know, so we I'll tell you what, Coach has got a nice spot on his balcony. We can set it all up and make it happen. You know what, Andy? We appreciate that, but we, we, we were put on that balcony during COVID, and it is, it is a good spot. I would yeah. be selling seats for that balcony if I was you guys. I wish I could get one up there. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did enjoy my balcony seat. Okay, um, well, we've been talking for the last uh, uh, couple of weeks about uh, the team and the personnel, and uh, we're going into week number two of training camp. Got Correct. another scrimmage coming up. What, what have you seen so far? The things that jump out to you that you like and you want to see uh, continuing to progress. You know, guys, I think just in, in, in general terms, it's been great to see all these older guys uh, back out here on the field and the leadership that they bring to the table, the experience on offense and defense uh, has been great. You know, I think that sets us up uh, to pro- kind of progress faster maybe and because and, uh, they, they know what they're doing. They've been there, done that. Uh, most of these guys have been around the, the program for a few years and, and uh, they get things going when we need to get going and, and show the young guys the way. And I think the young guys have – have just been so eager to get out here and learn and, and uh, show that, that they belong and prove what they can do. And I, I think that's been fun to see that interaction between the vets and some of these young guys who want to fight for a spot and, and get on the field this season. And it's that kind of back and forth has been really cool to see. You know, Andy, if you go back to, to the scrimmage on Sunday night, it was great to see the older players to follow up what you're talking about. We're actually coaching the younger kids, you know, the, the, the freshmen and, and even guys like you know Leonard Taylor, he he's a guy that's big and powerful and 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 looks like he's going to be the five star that everybody that he was in high school looks like he's going to be able to fill that role in college. But he's getting coaching from the other guys, and everybody seems to be 
working together as a team. And I haven't seen that, and I can't even tell you the last time, especially with you got guys that have been there five and six years, and one of them's been there seven. They're helping the first-year guys. Yeah, you know, that that's a it's a, been a great team dynamic, and it, it started in the spring when all these guys decided they were going to come back. And then, you know, we had the influx of freshmen at the mid-year, and then we've had some in the summer. And some of these guys have come in with, you know, with all these stars by their name and all these accolades. And you kind of, you know, stereotype, you kind of expect them to act a certain way. But this, this 21 class has been incredible. Um, just the camaraderie they have with each other and then just their willingness to, to be humble and learn from the older guys and, and get in there and try to learn and earn everything that, th- that they're going to get, you know, and, and see the, the older guys helping them out. I think that's when you know – I feel like you have a really good team dynamic is when the older guys are eager to help the young guys and the young guys want to learn. And that just, like I said before, I beat a dead horse, but that back and forth is really fun to watch and, and see. And, I, and that's obviously everybody's undefeated right now and you, you're, you're hopeful, but you know, it's, it's a good thing to go in the season knowing that that chemistry is there. You know, picking up on, picking up on that, Andy, the other day, one of the scouts was out there and he said to me, Hey, this, this culture here is really changing. It's really going in the right direction. So it is something that is tangible out there uh, on your team. Maybe some of it has to do with uh, the work ethic of Coach Feely, but also the persistence and I think the messaging of Coach Diaz has been very important. Yeah, I think it's a top to bottom. You know, when Coach took over the program, he had a specific set of standards and goals that he, you know, rolled out to us that we were going to uphold and try to find guys to bring into the program. They're going to buy into that and, you know, I think it's been a collective group effort. Obviously, Coach Feely has a huge part of that, and he's done an incredible job with these guys. Um, but just top to bottom, I'm, I think Coach's message in recruiting and the guy and the job that the guys have done on the coaching staff to bring in the right guys and, and identify those guys has, has been great. Uh, I think it's just been an all-around effort, and that obviously comes off from, from Coach Diaz's messaging and, and his uh, his standards that he set out for the program. You know, Andy, Miami, of course, has always been recruiting the state of Miami and the state of Florida, but there's no denying that you've got to be able to go national if you're going to have success in this sport. And it's great to see that the young men that come from other parts of the country, how quickly they're accepted, how quickly they adapt, and how important it is for them to be accepted into that locker room, into this community. I think it is, and it's, it's been special. You know, the last couple of classes since I've been here have been great coming in, and, and each year it seems like, you know, we're recruiting, a, you know, a great type of kid, not just a football player, but a, a great person on and off the field. And they've been able to make that transition because I think the culture that Coach Diaz has built here over the last three years is, is starting to take hold. And you're seeing that guys come in and there's an expectation and the standard that they walk in the building knowing that they have to uphold that standard. And everybody in that locker room is pulling you in that direction and, and you got to just jump on and, and um, go with them. And, you know, I think, it's been great. The community here has been awesome. You know, we're in a great place. It's, it's uh, what is it, seven almost 7.15 at night. It's 86 degrees outside. I'm standing beneath some palm trees and the sun's out. So you can't find a better place to, to go to school, to play football, and just live, live your life in your college years. And it just makes this place a destination, not a location. So it's been great. I don't know if this is a sidebar story or a main story, but uh, you, got, you got a couple guys through the transfer portal this year. Uh, DeAndre Johnson, lineman. Uh, Stevenson at corner, Rambo at wide receiver. Can you see the impact they're having right now in training camp? Because it looks like those guys are saying, well, it's money time now in terms of of uh, 
not making money, but in terms of this is real. You know, we're knocking on the door of the season, and it looks like their performance, they're elevating their performance with each practice. Yeah, I think we, you know, the track record here, we've been really selective about who we bring in in the transfer portal. You know, I think we've tried to do our best to try to find guys that help make the roster better, but also fit the culture. And those guys are great examples of that. Tyreek Stevenson, you got the, um, you know, DeAndre Johnsons, and you got the the Rambo's of the world. Who, who it's kind of a fresh start for them, right? They got to come in here. They know they got to they got to work hard and, and put in the work. These guys aren't just going to say, "Oh, you came from another big time program. We're just going to let you take our spot." They got to come in and earn that. And they've done a great job of being humble and and working hard and finding their place in the program. And these young guys say, "Hey, you know, you, you could have come in and, and and you know tried to." expect things from us but you've earned everything you've you've gotten and i think they respect that and when they produce on the field and and make things happen you know i think the guys just follow behind them and it's been a been a great fit all around so you know andy obviously the selling point for the university of miami is the national championships and a global city and everything that goes with the university of miami but there's other side to it there's still a lot of parents that want their children to come either get the be the first graduate in the history of their family or get a degree from the University of Miami, one of the best universities in the country. The academics carries a lot of weight, but also the support that these young men get academically can't be overlooked as well. Yeah, you know, this is a first-class program in every way, and especially the academic um, pedigree that this place has. This degree carries weight. You're going to get a first-class private uh, school education. You know, that's one of the things... We, it's easy for us to talk about in the recruiting process, but it's all true. The people on campus want to see these guys succeed. Uh, our academic staff uh, in the department does an amazing job of making sure they have everything they need resource-wise and help-wise to succeed. And, you know, having a, a smaller school is, is great. These guys are in, you know, a lot of one-on-one situations with professors and, and those kind of people that on campus that want them to succeed. And you're going to get a great education to leave here, hopefully with a couple of uh, championships and, uh, a great degree, and then you know now with NIL, you can take advantage of that while you're down here in a great, uh, great city. So it all has kind of come together in a in a great uh, package for us. You know, one thing that I look at this staff, Coach Diaz, and you talk about culture, is that I don't know that I've ever been around a staff that has ever had more of an open door policy to their players than the University of Miami. And I mean, I'm talking from the head coach to everybody that has anything to do with athletics, not only in football, but in that building. These young men are welcome to go in if they've got an issue or they need help or they just need a friend or they have a conversation or a question. Every door is open. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we realize that we're all here to to help them succeed. We wouldn't be here without the student-athlete. Um, so we're going to do everything we can to help these guys when they come into this program. And we make that promise um, in those homes in January or December to, to do everything we can to make sure that they're set up for success in football and life. Uh, we're going to give them every resource to that, whether it's academics, uh, whether it's, you know, visiting with psychologists or medical uh, support, whatever they need, we're going to be there for them and provide that uh, to them. And, you know, there's, there's nothing to hide here. We do a great job in all these uh, parts of the program, and so we're going to push it and give these guys every opportunity to succeed. Andy Vaughn is with us, Director of Player Personnel. Andy, put up your periscope for a moment. We are in a very interesting times in college athletics. We've got 
know, Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC. We've got the ACC talking about uh, schedule alliances and this and that. Do any of those topics enter a recruit's mind? I mean, you could maybe perhaps one day Coach Diaz is looking at a guy saying, listen, on our schedule is Clemson and USC or, or whatever. Do, does that stability, uh, big conference play, enter a recruit's mind? I don't, I don't know if it really does. I mean, guys kind of have an idea when they start that recruiting process and as they go through it, you know, is it geographic things that make sense? Is it academics? Is it, is it the conference you're in? You know, the ACC has been a great conference. You know, it is a great conference. And, you know, we get to play all up and down the East Coast in major markets and major cities, uh, something that some other conferences can do. We're on TV just as much as everybody else. Um, and I think the brand of the U speaks for itself. You know, we don't have to back down to anybody down here. You know, we've got everything, like I said before, that, that a student athlete would want to be successful. Um, so we don't really get into those topics. It hasn't really come up, but, you know, because I think we're coming from a place of strength and we, we've got a great product to, to sell and to offer. And I, and I think it's, uh, it's starting to bear the fruits of that in the last couple of recruiting classes. We're not allowed to talk about some of the guys that are perhaps on their way in, but it looks like things are going pretty well. Uh, on the field right now, I think one of the uh, the biggest storylines for us, Don and I were talking about this earlier, maybe it's a big exhale for all of us, but De'Ara King sure has looked sharp, hasn't he? Oh, guys, he's, the guy's incredible. I mean, from the day one, he stepped foot in the program, I mean, he's been special. Um, making his comeback and seeing him work in the offseason uh, after that injury where you just you hated it for him. I think I was right on the sideline when it happened and just seeing all the work he's put in and, and come back from that and the attitude. I'm telling you guys, just a positive attitude that he's had throughout the whole process. You know, not only just trying to keep himself lifted, but he lifts everybody around him. Uh, he's just done an incredible job. And to see him out here leading this program, you know, it's going to be one of those things I think that we can look back on in a few years and say he was a catalyst that, that helps a real positive change in, in this program just from being around the players and whatever happens on the field happens on the field. But just him being here has, has been a great help to all these players. And if you're talking to a parent about injury, because unfortunately injury is a part of this sport. It happens. It, it's it's really almost when is it going to happen, not if, if it's going to happen. But to have De'Eric King as an example of the support that he got through, uh, you know, Lennar Center and, and Dr. Kaplan and the training and everything that went with it and how everybody got together, and dis- including Derek. He's really the one that made the decision to push this as hard as he can. But what, what, a, what, a, what a comfort level for a parent that's sending a, a student athlete to the University of Miami that if something does happen, look at what can happen as far as getting them back on the field. Guys, yeah, I mean, I'm going to keep beating that drum, but it's incredible the setup we have here medically. You know, I'm standing on the practice field in the middle of Green Tree right now, and I could probably hopefully throw a rock and, and hit a window in Lennar and, and a world-class medical facility that some of the, the best docs in this area and in the country work, and they help our guys anytime we need it. So anytime we need anything, a trainer just jumps on a golf cart, goes one block down the street, and the guys are at a world-class facility that we're going to do everything we can to to take care of them medically so yeah i mean i think you're in a you're in great environment and some great resources available to our student athletes before we let you go 
uh, as you move forward, uh, putting this roster together. Uh, we got a lot of players in the roster now. I don't even know what number you're supposed to get to in the future uh, because of uh, because of the COVID situation. But um, the roster management, how important is that marching forward? What are some of the things that you and Coach Diaz talk about in terms of future hurricanes? You recruit for need, continue to recruit for best player. Where, where, where are you at now in terms of as you look at your roster? Yeah, I mean, I think in general the philosophy is we're always going to, you know, have an idea of what our roster needs are at each position. Uh, but coaches, you know, his main number one thing is we're going to try to do everything we can to make the roster better. Um, so if there's great players out there, maybe we, we're kind of good on a need, but that guy's a difference maker, we're going to go try to get him. Um, so we kind of balance those two things back and forth. But just the, you know, the bigger vision, there's a lot of unknowns right now of, what the roster situations are going to be across the country as we come to the end of the season. You know, do we have to be back down at 85? Are we going to get waivers for, for guys that are technically got that freebie year last year? And is that going to affect our number? You know, how many guys are we going to be able to sign? Um, you know, there's a one-time transfer now. Do we get waivers for those kind of things? There's a lot of questions that, that need to be answered, not from Coral Gables, but from, uh, you know, the main office in uh, Indy. Indy. So, um, there needs to be some, some uh, movement on that, and just in my opinion, to give us, you know, not just us, but all the schools some guidance on what we're going to be able to, to sign in the, in the fall and all those kind of things. We're planning on signing a full class. We're going to move forward with that and, and adjust as we have to go. Some rule changes come up or things like that. But, yeah, it, may, it makes it a little interesting. There's some unknowns, and you wish you had the, the different parts of the equation to see what it's going to be, but we're just going to do the best we can and continue to recruit great players and just let it sort out as, as we go through the fall. All right, Andy. They're blowing the whistle, so we'll let you go. Thank you uh, thank you for joining us tonight. We'll see you on the practice field this week. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. That's uh, Andy Vaughn, Director of Player Personnel. All right, thanks for joining us here on the show, Hurricane Rewind. Don and I will be back next week with more right here on 560 WQAM. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.